So, Jeff, what are we talking about today? Are we going to talk about the biggest money mistakes again? We are, Tony. Well, you know, I was thinking about that. And obviously, on a personal note, the biggest mistake I've ever made with my money is investing in eight-track tapes, my eight-track tape collection. <laughs> and uh, I think you know how that worked out. I do. I do. <laughs> This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial and our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. And uh, this week, we're going to continue our discussion of the biggest money mistakes by decade and the decade we, we ended last week's show after the 40s. So this week we're going to pick up and talk about the 50s. Basically, we can title this decade Those Darn Kids. But before, <laughs> <laughs> before we get into that, Tony, how are you doing this week? Oh, I am doing great. Uh, it's great to be here with you, Jeff, as always. Uh, the sun is always shining. And that's not a reference to your bald head. Oh, I was going to make that reference. <laughs> there, is a sh- there is a lot of shine in here, though. I want to get a chamois. Yes. Uh, so anyway, I can tell you've been uh, using the chamois. That's good. Uh, but no, I've been great. Uh, I've had a great week. My kids are just go- keeping me uh, busy. They're going crazy with activities and school and sports and extracurricular activities band you know how that is i yes yeah starting to learn that with uh jack's getting into a lot of different things but wanted to compliment you on your use of the megaphone yesterday folks tony was the uh the <laughs> mc for a, a fun run 5k that we participated in yesterday so yeah i was trying to motivate people tell them to stretch and yeah <laughs> yeah some of the some of the stragglers that came in at the end i i asked him where you been uh congratulate you didn't place but you finished congratulations were you at mcdonald's just now where did you go uh no no we had a lot of fun and we raised a lot of money for charity and i think that's that's what it's all about but you had jacks there you and uh, your wife nikki uh, ran and even jacks how old is jacks now he's almost five he's he's been telling us he's five but he's not quite yet but yeah yeah he <laughs> he ran he ran most of it and did a great job i was impressed yeah well that's great that's great and so uh obviously uh that was one of the decades we covered first was childhood yes yeah and yeah. we went through what childhood 20s 30s 40s and now the 50s. Here we go. All yes, right. Yes. What about the 50s? What can we, so we're calling this one those darn kids. Those darn kids. Yeah. Right Right about the time you have to really be focusing on getting for ready for retirement. Kids are coming to you with their hands out. Once again, you have college tuition and marriages and loan requests and coming back home to live air quotes temporarily. Yeah. So all these things add up. So investment planning, your asset allocation, they become even more important. You don't have as much time to recover from a market decline or real estate market falling apart as you're getting closer to, to retirement. Or the, the unthinkables. What if you lose a job, there's a death in the family, disability, 
uh, some of those things can can really throw you off track. So everyone listening is either experienced or knows someone who's gone through a forced early retirement. You're 55 years old. You've been with the same company for 15 years. You might find it difficult to start over someplace else earning what you were before. True. Um, so that can throw you throw you off a little bit. So too many people wait until a few years before retirement to plan for retirement. And no matter how old you are, the time is now. So if you're you're listening, whatever decade you fall into, it, we've talked about in this show and last week's, um, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of the time that you do have. So you're in your peak earning years in your 50s. Make sure you're doing enough saving during that period of time. You're not spending that additional income you're receiving in your peak earning years. And also start aggressively paying down your debt during that period of time Good as advice. well. Yeah, avoid incurring new debt once you're 10 to 15 years from retirement. So there's a couple things to think about as you get into your 50s and you're looking towards retirement on the horizon. Um, you still have some time to sock away money and save for retirement, but don't uh, don't fall asleep on it. Yeah, I think those are you covered a couple of the biggest mistakes that people do make when they're in their 50s. Is you know maybe they've waited until then to start planning. That's a mistake. Uh, but if they have, start now, that's for sure. And uh, another mistake is, you know, not paying down your debt or, uh, you know, bringing on new debt. That would be a big mistake, especially that late uh, in the game when you really need to be socking everything that you can away for retirement. Um, so what about the 60s? Uh, what happens when we get to our 60s? I mean, you and I aren't there yet, obviously. We got a, a little ways to go. Uh, but I'm sure you know you've seen some mistakes that people have made. Yeah, one of the biggest one is uh, you remember the the Johnny Paycheck song. Take this take, job and shove it. <laughs> take this job and shove it. Remember it. <laughs> I played it just before you got in here, actually. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but pulling the pl plug too early is a mistake some people make. Is uh, they get fed up and they decide to retire earlier than what they maybe should. So in your early 60s, some people make the mistake again, leaving their jobs too early and they haven't saved enough to cover their expenses in retirement. That one move by itself could put you behind for your entire retirement. You're playing catch up. And uh, on our previous show, uh, our listeners <laughs> endured me referencing a number of charts and graphs that uh, they couldn't see. I guess that was two shows ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. You brought in visual aids to the radio booth. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, had to I had to remind Jeff that uh, <laughs> not a visual medium. Radio, it's radio. So today I have just one chart, okay? Picture a mountain or draw one on your piece of paper. So you're, I'm sure you're using to take copious notes as we go along. So sure. a simple mountain. Uh, the peak is your retirement date and to the left of the peak is before retirement to the right is after retirement and the height is the amount of assets that you have. So generally as you get closer to retirement, your assets are at their peak because you're, you're saving more and more. They're growing, ignoring market declines. So this is a crucial period of time. So we want to make sure we have enough saved and it's positioned well because you're now getting close to starting to take income from that mountain and take pieces off the mountain, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So it's a crucial period of time. The other thing is to think about is taxes. Are you tax diversified and what will your taxes look like in retirement? And this is a very common thing that, that we see is folks that they retire and their income is at a certain level and they get into retirement and their, their income actually goes up because they have a lot of pre-tax money they've saved up over the years. Their mountain is up here 
and they have to start taking that money at age 70 and a half and they have more income coming in than what they need. So we want to make sure that we're tax diversified regardless of our situation. Yeah. So, well, taxes, taxes are a huge one. And, and obviously, uh, by this time, by the time you are in your sixties, uh, thinking about and planning for taxes in retirement is crucial. Uh, it is important every step along the way. If you start uh, planning for your later years in life when you're younger, uh, you always have to the whole way be looking at the tax consequences. And I know you help your clients do this as well as far as the big picture is concerned and then get CPAs involved as it uh, matters year to year for uh, particular legal and tax advice, CPAs and and attorneys. But man, when you talk about, you got to consider uh, the tax implications of all those uh, retirement accounts and all that income you have at that peak point of that mountain. I like that. That's good advice. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a, it's our biggest expense for most people in retirement. That's their biggest expense. So if you're in your sixties, you still have some time to make some changes and become more tax diversified, but you want to take action today. And you look at the current tax law that's in place that expires 2025. So if you're going to get, uh, put yourself in a better tax position, you have some years to do that, but you don't want to wait until the last minute. Right. Uh, another thing to think about is failing to diversify concentrated stock positions from employee stock options or employee stock purchase plans. You don't want that one stock to control your future. Quick example of that is Boston Scientific. We have a number yep. of Boston Scientific clients. They're very close to home here. Um, if you look at the years, uh, if you Google BSX and look at the stock price history of Boston Scientific, and you look at 2004 to 2019, it's about what it was in, in 2004 today. So 2004 to present, it went down quite a bit and it's come back up and it's about where it was in 2004. So again, if you have a lot of money, even it doesn't, doesn't matter what the company is and how much right. you believe in that, do you want to put all of your eggs in one boss basket? You might want to take advantage of the employee stock purchase plan and the discount that you get from that, but don't, don't get too. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to put all your eggs in one Boston scientific. That's what you <laughs> almost right. said there. Um, but you know, and we're not picking on Boston scientific, great company, but you, it, the same goes for 3M or Apple or any company you work with. You know, uh, and, and of course, some of those examples, maybe they have had great increases just in that one company, but people who work for those companies often end up doing that. Oh, I get a stock option or, oh, what I'm going to use my retirement funds for is purchasing company stock because they're loyal to the company or they like the company or the company's done well in the past. So that's where they put it rather than diversifying and putting that money uh, across the board in various types and levels of risk uh, as far as stocks or other investment options that maybe have more uh, principal protection built in and have a balance there. Um, and I, I know you've seen people make that mistake. I know people who have made that mistake. Yeah. You know, they, they left the, all their stocks in 3M and then they retired and uh, it was during a downtime and all their eggs were in that one basket. So that's tough, yep. isn't it? It is. And it can be workout. It might be someone listening that's retired that's that's taken advantage of a, a great 
stock of their employer and and it paid off well but it could go the other way as yeah well. that's the thing it could go the other way and yep. nobody has a crystal ball uh but diversification is important yeah Ob- obviously it's it's the safer road to take that's for sure definitely the the last thing to think about and as we talk about the 60s is to make sure that you're maximizing both your social security and if you're fortunate enough to have a pension Make sure you know how those work and what the best time is for you to file. And if you're married for Social Security, what strategies apply to you? And those are both things that we can help you out with, folks, is how do I get the most out of Social Security? How do I get the most out of our pension? What will that income be in retirement? What's the gap that we need to fill from other sources from our investments? So think through that. Make sure that you have a written plan. 100% of our clients have a written retirement income plan. And we adjust that over time to make sure you're on track and you don't have uh, a lot of big last minute surprises. So those are some things to think about with the 60s. Switching to our last decade we'll talk about here on this show is the 70s and and older, I guess more than one decade. And the biggest mistake I often see is being too conservative. So if you think about inflation, like in 2018, inflation was 2.4%. Healthcare costs are significantly higher and probably going to continue to go up you have to make sure that your income is going to outpace those expenses over time. So you don't want to be too conservative. You don't want to be too risky. You want to be, what's the, uh, the, the three bears. You want to be just right. Just right. Yeah. yeah. The old, the old, uh, fable. So, uh, the three bears, you want your porridge just right. That's right. Not too hot, <laughs> not too cold. I was a little surprised to hear you say that though, because typically I think um, what you typically hear from most financial professionals out there is the older you get, the more conservative you have to get. So boy, once you're in your 70s and 80s, you can't have any risk at all. But you're saying you still need enough to outpace inflation. That's the hope anyway, isn't it? Yeah. yeah there, so there's a, definitely a sweet spot in there. You can be too conservative, but you could be too aggressive. We meet right. some folks where they, they think the market's never going to go down again and, and uh, let's have as much risk as possible not a good plan. So we want to make sure we have buckets of money for different periods of time, different risk tolerances, different needs. It's not treating it all as one basket, if you will. Sure. Um, interest rates are another thing that present a challenge for retirees is interest rates being so low to make money with investments that are tied to interest rates like bonds, bond mutual funds, exchange rated funds. To make money in a low interest rate environment, you have interest rate risk on one side and you also have credit risk. So interest rate risk, depending on the type of bonds that you're invested in, rates are pretty darn low right now. They might go a little bit lower, but we don't have much (laughs) room there. Yeah, they just got lowered again, actually. Yeah, quarter point here in the past week, but um, they could go a little bit lower, but for the most part, we're at the bottom. So as interest rates rise, the value of bonds or bond mutual funds or whatever you have will go down in value. So they're they're less risky generally than, than stocks and equities. The other side though is credit risk. And that refers to the, the ability of the company backing the bond to pay its debt. So you take like a 3M, very strong company, they're gonna have higher rated bonds than Acme Corporation that is smaller in assets, not as much experience. Um, so you have to take some credit risk in order to get higher yields in this interest rate environment. So that's something to think about is make sure you're taking the right risk based on your situation. Uh, The other thing to think about is longevity is there's a 50% chance that if you're age 65 today, you're going to see the age 92. 
So 50% chance if you're 65 today, you're going to live until age 92. So again, going back to inflation, keeping pace with expenses. If you have $3,500 a month of, of expenses today and your inflation is 3%, they're going to be about $5,400 a month by the time you're age wow. 80. So that's a more than 50% increase in that Yikes. period of time. So keep that in mind. And that goes back to making sure you have enough growth in your long-term bucket. And perhaps the toughest issue going into retirement is having too much debt, which we talked about for the previous decades as well. Barron's reported that 70% of people between the ages of 65 and 74 have debt. And that's double the number who carried debt into retirement in 1992. Wow. So that's a lot of financial pressure that, that can be uh, laid upon you. And so trying to avoid that as you get closer to retirement when you're more so living on a fixed income at that point. Yeah. And that topic right there, debt came up in I don't know, almost all the decades you covered there, that was a mistake. At least the last few is getting rid of that debt, accumulating too much debt. That's huge. Yeah, You got to watch out for that. And if you have debt as well from different sources, having a good plan on how you're going to attack that and which ones do you pay first, and uh, we can help you in putting a plan together if you're in that situation as well. Yeah, I think that sounds great. Well, uh, that does it. That's the second part of the biggest money mistakes by decade. Uh, and that's your age, not decades. Because if we're going through the decades, we're going to have to start talking about which decade was the best for music. I would say maybe the 60s or 70s, maybe the 80s. Um, but yeah, uh, that was uh, that's our age. Based on our age, what are the biggest mistakes that you've seen people make out there? And Jeff, I know you meet with people of varying age groups. Um, and so you've, you've probably seen a lot of mistakes that people right. have made. And uh, thanks for sharing this with us. I think that's great. And now we're out of time for today's show. So what do you want to add for our listeners before we go today? Yeah, folks, regardless of what decade you fall in, give us a call. Come in for a complimentary second opinion on your plan, your position, where you're at today. And we can come up with some ideas to help you to improve your retirement plan, regardless of where you're at. So uh, give us a call. Our number is 877-219-3199 or visit us at financialpaladin.com. And we look forward to the opportunity to help you and help you to prepare for retirement. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.